That's my start. Kick it. Kick it. Mm, you know, in high school. <laughs> huh? In high school, I was called Mel Metal because I only listened to hardcore shit. What about you guys, Ramon and Quark? What were musical inclinations for you? No, no, like um, whenever, whenever we, uh, Mikey and I would, you know, just do like ghetto shit, parang or like yung CD namin sa kolche mag mag ano mag skip, parang ano hindi kasi kami hindi kaya ganon na eh, low low five. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, that. <laughs> oh, Ramon, ikaw. What? What was your musical identifier? Or same ba with Quark and and Cinema? In high school, siguro, I think I think a transition yeah. now from Pearl Jam to Smashing Pumpkins at that point. So parang sad. Oh my god, how much older am I? Fuzzy guitars. Compared to you. Ah, uh, okay. So we're yeah we're 1980 well, boys. Re- yeah. So. <laughs> oh sh. Uh, well, um, I'm a little bit older, but yeah, the reason why I ask is because, um, we're talking about BC Boy Story today. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the much-awaited documentary by Spike Jones, which is like an adapt. It, it's a it's a translate a direct translation from the book, kind of book to stage to movie. Yeah. Which dropped on Apple TV a week ago. And we have special guests, right, Quark? Yes. So let's get to it. No sleep till! Okay, and we'd like to welcome with us one musician who we all admire and love. And um, who joins us in our, in our um, love for, for the Beastie Boys. And who actually opened for the Beastie Boys when they came uh, here back in uh, 1996 for the MTV Alternative Nation tour from the Eraserheads, from Sandwich, from Squid Nine, from Cambio, <laughs> from all the other bands. Uh, please welcome Mr. Raymond Morasigan. Woohoo! Yeah! Woo-hoo! Hi, guys. Yeah. Hey, Rains. And our other guest, our other <laughs> guest, our, oh, yes? our sound editor, who is also <laughs> a huge BC's fan. I think he actually cried when he watched the documentary. I'm not sure, but when I walked in the room, he was quite emotional. I mean, my Ian. husband, Miguel Alcaraz, guest by default. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, he's like part of the part of the team because <laughs> we've done so many shows together. Um, hey, Mong, we've done Bakit? 26, in fact. <laughs> oh, nga, 26. Na wow, 26. Na Damn. Oh, 26. Uh, <laughs> wow. Crazy. Um, How flies time. Okay. We're here first to discuss the Beastie Boy story, right? Uh, a documentary that was just released on uh, Apple Plus, directed by Apple Spike Plus. Jones, written by the remaining uh, Beasties with Spike. Is it fair to say it's an adaptation of the book that came out last year? Because I haven't read the book. I pretty much. Okay. Pretty much, like a lot of the the main points, uh, Schellenbach and um, uh, you know the breaking into the fight for your right and um, meeting um, Rick Rubin stuff like that. The, they're all in the book, so it's a, the the marketing is the movie of the show of the book. Okay, <laughs> so we're all big so, fans of the Beasties, no? It's just a lot more fleshed out in the book. Mm. But um, yeah, when what did you guys think when you first saw it, the the documentary? I cried. <laughs> I laughed and I cried. 
passar mig bara Libra. I haven't finished it. I haven't fin- Honestly, I haven't finished yeah. it. It's 600 pages. It's a long But it's also a lot I have of two photos. copies, actually. I have like two copies. Dalawa yung nagregalo sa akin. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the, the, the audiobook is actually a lot of fun also. Kasi, ano, um, people like LL Cool J, um, Ben Stiller. Um, uh, I think there's a... There might be a Scorsese one, but a lot of um, their friends actually read the the chapter, so wow. so it's really interesting. But um, yeah, parang ano no? It's it's uh, it's actually uh, a very compact version of of the book, and you don't expect nga. I mean, sa beginning, medyo um, it gets a little emotional because they they do mention um, uh, MCA, but um, you don't expect. By the end, uh, yakers kayo eh. <laughs> <laughs> Ako medyo na-expect ko eh. Because of the trailer pa lang, they use that very, um, that lovely song with the Miho Hattori guest vocals. Not the expected, di ba? Parang tip, the Beastie Boys really um, hits. I mean, there are some, but diba, mo, parang that through line yung I was like, oh, okay. I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't watch the. I actually didn't watch the the trailer. So kala ko straight up doc. Di ko alam na ano na parang stand up. Ah, that parang live experience. Oh. <laughs> ako same, same. Hindi, I didn't, I didn't expect anything. Nagulat ako na sila yung nakikwento. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess like I just wanted to ask about parang you guys. I think are probably bigger fans or have read the book. How much of the stuff there was like completely new to you? A lot, kasi walang internet noon eh. <laughs> Parang, you can only see the surface, like who's the personnel and who who work with who, but and what clothes they're wearing and what, you know, parang, you didn't, you didn't know parang, oh, why why did Kate Schellenbach leave? Yung mga ganon. Mm-hmm. But, but friends na ulit sila when they produce Luscious Jackson, di ba? Parang hindi na paliwanag yun eh. And what happened? But sila naging mabait na. Alam mo yun, yun yung most shocking. <laughs> parang walang connect. Kasi sa Pilipinas, di ba parang, oh, but ibang tao na sila? But, but Buddhist na si MCA, yung mga ganun. But they wanna save Tibet na bigla from from partying. Kasi hindi mo naman nakikita yun eh. Di ba? Parang... Ako, I, didn't, I, never, I never saw how big of a creative force MCA was until I saw this, this documentary. Like I didn't know he was behind a lot of, a lot of their decision making, getting back together, just or even the directing, the direction of their music videos. Parang I never knew that he was all, all behind it. Mm-hmm. I didn't And even know that she was. I didn't know that he was Nathaniel. Oh, hindi ko alam din yun. Parang what? Kala ko to Spike Jones's persona. I thought it was the the other Spike Jones. I I saw that ano yung yung nagcrash sa ano oh, sa na, uh, REM. <laughs> yeah, so, I remember yeah, that. MTV Music uh, Awards. Uh, I mean, I ne- I had the magazines. I had the Grand Royal magazines, pero they never it never occurred to me. I mean, I I must have been de ba parang akala ko talaga ibang tao. I know it's a character, pero akala ko ibang tao. I de- never researched it. Even in the show, they don't acknowledge na same person siya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swiss uncle pa rin. Parang running gag eh, di ba? <laughs> yeah. 
what I found out sa show was I didn't realize na they were all really just dressing up all the time. <laughs> diba? All throughout. Yeah. Uh, all throughout the career, they're just dressing up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or, or kala ko, yung, yung tang and chick yung ano, yung uh, you gotta fight for your right. Di ko uh-huh. alam na tang and chick <laughs> Yes, actually. At first, kala hindi, frat boys I didn't, sila. at the time. I became a fan in when I heard uh, Paul's Boutique. Mm. I didn't know there was the same band. I knew about mm. Fight for Your Right, but I was in college now, so it was I was a little too over it. So I didn't mm. know it was the same band. I know about the song, but I didn't know it was the same band. Na Beastie Boys didn't play. It didn't connect to me na, until later on. Uh, it was the same band because I was I was so in love with Paul's Boutique. In, in college and I think it was the template for 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 circus I think that's what we were trying to do we were trying to do oh. Paul's Boutique and and uh, Independent Worm Saloon of the Butthole Surfers but in, oh, at wow. the same time <laughs> kaya yung cover nung, nung Ultra Electro that's why I was wearing a beanie I wanted to be a beastie boy mainit sa Pilipinas <laughs> nobody wears a beanie and you only wear a beanie in the Philippines for fashion <laughs> I was wearing a beanie all the time. The whole tour I was wearing a beanie because the Beastie Boys were wearing beanies in their videos, in MTV. And we were wearing Uh-oh. Adidas because of the Beastie Boys. And then I was wearing Soconis because I saw the Beastie Boys were wearing them. Little t-shirts and baggy pants. And I'd never knew. I never knew that a lot of a lot of the the first and second albums were records. I thought it was all because Walang internet ngay. I thought they were all playing it. I thought it was a band. Parang wow, this band can play anything. I didn't know about samplers or samples, diba? I was a, I was a college kid. Parang I knew when you play an instrument, it's an instrument. I thought, how are they doing all of this? But it was so magical. Paul's Boutique was so magical when I first heard it. Mm. I didn't know about cut and paste or anything. Parang it would like just shift. Parang hard cut eh. But it's like a Tarantino uh, movie, hard cut. Yung parang what? What uh, happened? What did the bass player do? What did? But huminto na yung guitar player for the rest of the song, or <laughs> why did the drums change? But I thought it was like real people playing real instruments. I didn't know that they were sampling records by by their producers, the Dust Brothers. Later on, like Which, five, ten years later. Uh, totally the opposite for me. In the beginning, I did not realize that they were actual band people playing the instruments. Ang akala ko lahat sampled. Akala ko lahat electronic instruments. Say hip hop din. Ah, gets oo. When I saw them live dun sa 96 na show, parang what? They're all playing instruments. Uh they do they go into their uh, funky jazz jams. Kumpleto uh, ba sila rin? Dali si Money Mark nung tumugtog yes. no Rims. Yes. Complete. At si Bobo nandoon rin. Eric Bobo, yeah. I think that 96 show was was seminal for Sandwich because apparently we were all there. And then Wait, wait. Let's give a little background lang for the people who are too young to realize that in 96 the BC Boys came. They headlined so the, the show. So the BC Boys, Foo Fighters and Sonic Youth a uh, triple triple headlining show, right? Yep. Yes, they called it the Alternative Nation Tour. <laughs> they, in fact, they talk about it in the documentary at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> sa mga outtakes na. <laughs> Parang when I saw when I saw Diego, I think a few weeks or a few months later, 
parang Diego that's gonna be our band it should be it should be hip hop like the Beastie Boys it should be rock like the Foo Fighters and it should be weird like Sonic Youth so that was our template that show that whole show was our template and it was it was also heartbreaking kasi the Beastie Boys headlined it but the audience at that time was not ready for it they wanted every time they every time they did their hip hop part of their set it was raining ano debris water on stage bottles. water bottles with wee wee it was oh, embarrassing Aww. it was so embarrassing they was like binabato sila ng audience and then they'd play the hardcore shit and the crowd would go nuts it was just it was just insane it was embarrassing okay. and insane tapos namamatay pa yung sound system kasi hindi kayanin yung bass for yung oh. bass every time that bass hits and then diba parang but they kept their cool they covered elastica and then they did the ano the pyramid remember that yes just, just <laughs> to goof around yeah during the brownout breaks parang ano actually mm. tuwang tuwa sila to be in Araneta kasi dun yung ano Cassius Clay uh, yes. Thrilla in Manila the Thrilla in Manila diba so when they came out ano yeah Cassius Clay Thrilla in Manila <laughs> <laughs> sorry pa sila, guys. You know, this is a really old theater. <laughs> 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 With really old wiring. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I think I was grounded that night. But what about you, Quark and Ramon? How, why, why are the BCs resonant, resonating for you guys? Or why are they important? Uh, okay, so I uh, know when when we were uh, seventh grade, I think, or sixth grade, um, there was an there was an MTV plug, and it uh, and it had uh, no uh, what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I uh, know Ramon and I would go yung parang bros over yung one hand over each other's shoulder and just walk around <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> Parang gago, but we didn't we didn't know na Beastie Boys yon. We actually found out mga mga four years later siguro. So um, but uh, and but I remember in 1994 when I was interning at NU, I was 13 years old, and then yun yasi Marin and Jago. I was I asked them like, um, what do you guys want for pasalubong? And they said, oh, if the new Beastie Boys is out, um, please get it for us. Um, and then parang yun nga in my mind yung Beastie Boys was uh, no was uh, not not ano eh, uh, check your head or or Paul's boutique they were still fight for your rights so I'm like beastie boys <laughs> but I remember the day I left for the Philippines was the day it it ano, it, it came out um, and they were playing sabotage literally every hour so I, I remember I was in, in the states and I saw sabotage for the first time and I was like oh my god this is amazing. Um, and then yeah so after that I, I got into them also Ramon care to explain your participation in, in Quark's story uh, well I, I remember there were two plugs actually of MTV that used um, Beastie Boys music without us really knowing it the first was yung yung mention natin yung check your head and then ah, so what you want but then there was another one that na 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 oh <laughs> and then and then yeah, so I think like most people, I think uh, I really got or uh, became aware of them through sabotage and, and ill communication. And then it was only later on that I sort of back read or researched more. Like when when I think uh, when Odelay came out, and then all these articles were coming about the Dust Brothers. That's when I realized like ah okay, they they also worked well on on Paul's boutique, etc. 
Ako naman, being the sole female in this group right now, uh, I grew up in an all-girls Catholic school. But at the same time, I grew up with MTV. And at the time, Check Your Head was super popular in MTV and it made me buy the CD. But then the... I think the moment when I really loved the BC Boys was when I bought Ill Communication. And then I saw Sabotage for the first time on MTV. And I was texting you guys, Corknut. Like, I know Pulp Fiction is like your turning point in your professional career. When you were a student, that this is what I want to do when I grew up. When I saw Sabotage and, and the music was so intoxicating, it made me want to pick up the camera and just produce and direct and do my own thing. So that's how... Big of an influence the BC Boys was for me growing up. Nice. It's a great video. <laughs> and I think, yeah, both you and me, uh, it's our it's our favorite video of all time. Of all time. All time. And I, <laughs> I can't and explain just... why. Were you, you, were you in the bowling party with the Beastie Boys? <gasps> no. In Manila? Yes, with Myrene and Diego. What bowling party? Holy they crap. went bowling. <laughs> where? In like... I've seen them post photos of this. I'm not sure if it's Galleria or Mega Mall, but Ortigas definitely. Oh wow! I don't I don't even remember the complete story, but I know they did go bowling with them. We had lunch with Sonic Youth. Nice. <laughs> because BMG called Ooh. us and they said, "Parang we're hosting this band who's coming, who's in Manila right now, but we don't know anything about them. They're called Sonic Youth." I'm like, "We're there." <laughs> <laughs> and the record company BMG didn't know anything about them but they had to host them kasi syempre same label uh-uh. so we were having lunch and then they were very mellow they even had a kid si Coco I think oh, she was two or three oh, at the time kasama yung ano ang nag-aalaga yung mommy ni Thurston oh shit and then, wow. and then he was asking me parang where can I buy vinyl records? Sabi ko, you can find it in Cubao, but it's you shouldn't go there. Hindi ko siya sinama. Kasi he was into collecting vinyl, you know, weird vinyl. Sabi ko, there's a lot of old records in Cubao near BMG, but I'm not, I don't recommend that you go there. So hindi siya pumunta. I don't know kung sinaman siya ng BMG eventually dun. Pero, yeah, they're pretty mellow. How but how was bowling mean- night? I didn't go. I wasn't there. Oh. Did you meet any Sabay. of the Beastie Boys? Sorry? Did you meet any of them though? I saw them backstage, pero masungit na sila eh, Kasi pre-show na eh. Diba? Sila na. F- and then, yeah. Maganda yun kasi nung during the heads, masungit rin ako eh. Sobra kong sungit. Para I didn't like autographs and anything. Tapos nagpa-autograph ako kay Mike D. Tapos hindi niya ako pinansin. Sabi ko, ah, yung pala yung feeling. <laughs> yung pala yung feeling pag hindi ka, pag hindi ka pinansin. Talagang tinignan niya lang ako. Tapos di niya na. Sabi ko, can you please sign my shirt? Tapos tinignan niya lang ako. Sabi ko, ah, okay. Yung pala yung feeling. So ever since, nagsasign na ako ng autograph kahit hindi ko type. Yun pala yun. <laughs> um, I remember, ano, I, the, yun, Sinamayrin and Jago were, were interviewing uh, them. Um, and then I I wasn't part of that ano, entourage. But, um, ano, like, andun ako sa NU. And then, uh, well, I, on, just, ano, parang kotob lang. I, ninakaw ko yung CD ng, ano, ng communication sa NU. And then I, <laughs> ano, I, <laughs> I went to Gale. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tapos yung sa may entrance, yung entrance facing the the street. Um, uh, ano, andun lang si ano, si uh, MCA. Naka ano, naka, <laughs> na, na, nakatambay lang siya. And then I just went up to him, I smiled and then showed him the CD. He got it, he signed it and then I don't think we <laughs> even tried. Oh my God, Quark, I swear. <laughs> How much memorabilia do you have in your house? <laughs> I still have that CD actually that signed. Dapat lang. No. Nakita ko But rin si because... ano eh. Si Pat Smear See? backstage sa Araneta. Oh. Kaso paano mo siya lalapitan nun lang ako nakakita ng ng male rockstar na naka-feather boa tsaka naka <laughs> naka-pumps. Hindi ko alam paano i-approach yung ganung klasing tao pero parang naka-smile lang siya pero hindi hindi pa rin ako nakalapit sa kanya. <laughs> Ganda. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, I remember also that that concert. Si Kiko, si ano, Francis Magalona played with you. At binatuhan rin that, siya ng... That ihi, was diba? awful. Kasi pagsalang ni Francis, yun nga, medyo tanga pa yung audience nung araw because of LA 105. Any, mm-hmm. anything hip-hop, they, binabato nila. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm glad that... They just wanted to hear hard rock the whole night. They just, any anything else. na hip hop kasi there is a propaganda by LA 105 and it was dumb and I'm, and I'm glad that people got over it diba parang yeah. wait what propaganda and hip hop versus metal <laughs> yes oh. as in it was it was violent it's it was a really real, it's a real thing oh parang patayin yung mga hip hop na yan ginagawa nila from the radio sinasabi nilang patayin bugbugin and There were riots in SM Mega Mall if you wore the wrong clothes in the wrong part of the mall. Parang ganon. It was it was dumb. It was stupid, and yeah. and it it spilled to the shows. Mm-hmm. So it was. Wow, I did not know that. We would have That's why master na, plan and Francis M and babatuhin yung set nila even if even our own fans, di ba parang ganong kalakas yung yung movement na yon. May may hook balahap movement, hook bung bayan laban <laughs> sa hip hop. <laughs> Oh. It was dumb. It was balahok. It was. <laughs> Kaya nakakaingit yung ano eh, yung like uh, contemporaries um, na namin sa sa states na parang they grew up talagang ano they were super into Nirvana pero at the same time super into Tupac. Kasi ano very welcoming yung 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 lola palusa mindset na oh basta halo halo mm. everybody all the influences come together. Um, for for a lot of us na parang teens in during that time if we've discovered hip hop uh yung yung nagbackread na lang kami on on stuff that we were supposed to be experiencing at the time which is like gangsta and ano um nwa and di ba sayang <laughs> it was it was a little different for me kasi sa probinsya ako lumaki tapos sabay dumating yung breakdance music and hip hop and new wave sa amin ng friends ko tapos wala naman nagsabi na badu yung yung hip hop sa amin. So we were into Run DMC and Sushi and the Banshees and the Cure at the same time. So we were break dancing and play trying to play guitar in Depeche Mode and synths. Alam mo yun, parang nung college na ako nalaman na parang ay hindi mo pala pwedeng sabihin sa conversation yun pag yung kausap mo iba. Alam mo yun. So mm. <laughs> well, speaking of influences, um I noticed so the BC Boys credit The Clash for a lot of of like the the beginning of their careers or their musical awakening. And I notice this with a lot of musical documentaries that I've seen. Like 
they always credit the Clash as like their number one, their number one band when they were kids. Why? And I, you know, I think for Sandwich it's the same thing, no? Reams and Mong. Yes. Why? Why is the Clash so appealing, or why is it part of every band's origin story? You know how there's the '80s BC Boys, there's the '90s BC Boys, the '2000s BC Boys. The Clash is one of the first bands na were able to actualize that. Na hindi lang ano, ah, hindi lang sa music, pati sa itsura. The works, mo silang punk. Tapos eventually, karon na ng Lee Scratch Perry in the mix. Tapos pati itsura nila iba na rin. They're one of the most open bands, I guess, na exactly what we were just talking about. Pwede kang makinig ng Nirvana at Tupac at the same time. They were one of the first of that kind of thinking. Yeah. The very obvious. Right, right. So parang very ano, open yes. to change and experimentation. They were they were fearless innovators then. Parang, I was, I was actually late in the game. I was into The Clash when they were doing hip-hop na. Meaning, tapos na sila sa The Clash. I was into Big Audio Dynamite first before I found out that that guy was from The Clash. So baliktad na una yung na una yung hip hop sa akin before punk rock. And mm-hmm. and they were they were the first kasi the bass player lived in London, the place na maraming Jamaicans. So where they were the first to to cross pollinate it with reggae. So sila naging template sila ng maraming bands including including uh including Blur. That's yes. why they, they they dress alike and the Gorillas have hip hop and uh and and reggae. Um yeah and w- one of my favorite uh, chapters of the book that wasn't in the the film actually was the first time Beastie Boys went to London. Um dinala sila ng manager nila sa bahay ni ano ni uh, Mick Jones. <laughs> and then um and then si Mick Jones tuwang-tuwa and then they were like MC was like oh can you do the guitar of this song nakalimutan niya but he said oh I'll bring my friend over and it was uh, Strummer Joe Strummer the vocalist of the Clash and then yeah. they all got drunk they all watched Reanimator uh, and then they were like throwing shit at people on the street from the cars. Parang, parang wet dream. One of his, according to ano to um, Ad Rock, <laughs> ano, one of the favorite nights of his life. Yun. I have a six degree clash story. Si Erwin Romulo, our friend Erwin, he brought us to to this little store in London. Sabi niya, this is where the original Doc Martens were made. So this is where the the creepers are made and those shoes are parang expensive. Tapos sabi niya, you gotta buy these shoes because these are, dito nang, ito yung mga type mong shoes kaya ka, kaya ka mahilig sa ganyang shoes kasi sila yung unang invento. Tapos siya, tatay niya yun. Yung tatay niya, yung lolo niya yun, yun yung nag-invento. Tapos sabi ko, okay, I'm gonna choose a shoe pero ito lang yung type ko. So I picked a little shoes in the corner. Tapos sabi niya, good choice ang nag-design nito si Joe Strummer. Siyempre, hindi ko na pwedeng hindihan. <laughs> So I had to buy it para. Syempre si Joe Strummer bumi nag-design nito, pinagawa sa pinagawa sa tatay niya. Gusto ko ganito tapos type not kaya. So alam mo yun, parang nagsama-sama yung music and influence pero pabaliktad, pabaliktad, baliktad, baliktad hanggang nakarating ka dun sa sapatos na dinisign ni Joe Strummer na hindi mo alam bakit mo gusto kaya mo pala gusto. Alam mo yun, parang hindi ko ma-explain, I'm sure, 'di ba? Maybe that's why the BC Boys is so appealing rin eh. Kasi you can Appreciate them going forwards, and you can appreciate them going backwards. Tama, tama. We were we were sixth, uh, seventh grade. So, ang idea lang namin ng BC Boys at time was sabotage. 
which is a rap rock thing. But then from there, you go backwards and then you get into Paul's Boutique. And then you go back to Fight for Your Right. Kung aesthetic lang, may, ah, dati pala may rock na silang guitar. You can go whichever way. Oh, no. And then um, I I remember actually the um, Rames when you visited us in LA. The you guys had a gig in LA. Um, ikaw yung nagsabi sa akin na ano, the the place where I lived was palaging ano in the name check ng ano Beastie Boys. Um, uh, at, at, at water, yeah, that's at ano, water. So yeah, so parang I mean, yung street mismo, di ba? Yung Glendale Boulevard. That's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I know, parang uh actually the super I don't I think I've nev- I haven't been affected by a musician's death more than ano than uh MCAs and when I when he passed away, pinuntahan ko it was only two blocks away where they recorded um Paul's boutique. I I went to the to that building. Ano ano na siya organic market. <laughs> Tapos ano, parang may may candles uh, ano and then yun nga may parang um pictures and stuff so paying tribute and ano tal- yung yung funny thing is the whole LA was really mourning like the Wiltern had a big sign RIP MCA will miss you and uh you you'd see it in the record stores may diba? and then um if if you listen to radio stations if you listen to the hip hop station my my beastie ano sila um uh yeah they would um re- retrospective and then if you look if you listen to the alternative station they had a beastie retrospective also so parang like grabe tong mga guys na to talagang all encompassing yung yung music mel and I, there was a rumor mel that he also dated madonna <laughs> which one si mca talaga parang when she, they toured when they type. when they when <laughs> when they toured that show that that her first tour oh, parang wow. his ta- parang her type is more adam horovitz to be very but, but, honest no, but as a actually, Madonna M- fan. MCA daw pinaka wild sa lahat. Bago siya naging oh, Buddhist. No. <laughs> well, he's the tallest. So, you know, Madonna likes tall guys. <laughs> Grabe. But uh, you know, Quark, I was surprised a lot that because I've always equated the BC boys with New York. They're so New York for me and I was I was actually surprised that they spent 10, 12 years in LA. Mm. That was one of the big revelations in the in the in the documentary for me. Ako yeah, rin nagulat I... din ako na Paul's boutique was recorded in LA kasi the yeah. cover the cover is New York. The cover is New York. And then I check your head was LA also, diba? Same studio. Super. Hindi yeah. <laughs> na, same studio na ba 'yun? Parang Paul's they created their own studio na. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You mean they brought a ramp in, they they had a basketball court. Spike Jones was hanging out, Jason Lee was hanging out. Dust Brothers na, diba? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm not or sure yet. But, but, but I, I know those two albums were, were recorded in LA. So, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, almost but, back but to yeah, back. Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah. And, ano, and while speaking of, of New York, actually, ano, ano, parang yun yung, yun yung magic din eh. I think they, they really represent New York, kahit LA boys sila. And um, mm. uh, I, I think like all of the stuff that, that Jago's into now, all the yung mga can, yung mga white lines, yung mga, diba, that, that mix of disco and ano, they, I mean, they were super into and they, they kind of championed. Um, so, talagang be, before their time and even yung mga references nila, yung mga Japanese kaiju, yung mga taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, yung mga, oh. um, diba? It's so rich. Yeah. 
yung plethora of uh, references nila. Name checks. You can literally go to New York and just search out each reference that they do in the in their lyrics. Yeah. Make a tour out of it. There should be. Yeah. But isn't there like a isn't there like a park named after MCA now? Yeah, mero. <laughs> in Brooklyn, diba? Uh, apparently, ano si uh, si there was an uh, tribute con uh, there was a tribute um, DJ set and I didn't I didn't know, but while I was living in LA, na ano si, si Mike D. No. Mike, uh, Mike D actually in in uh, Museum of Contemporary Art. Tapos andun si Tom York. <laughs> And it was open to the public. So I'm holy shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's so, so funny. I was listening to their interview today about the movie, about the documentary. And they're both, both Ad-Rock and Mike D are in LA. They've been living in LA. <laughs> so uh, I'm okay. My, this parang, I, I guess they're not New York boys. Like full, <laughs> full blown New York boys. Mike D eventually moved to Bali, right? What? There can only be Mike D in Quark's wedding. <laughs> there can only be one Mike D in Quark's wedding. <laughs> in interview siya ng Vulture. Mm. Wherein Linaglag niya 311. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you guys familiar with that? No, no, no. What no. did he say about 311? <laughs> what are the best compliments you can get? Sabi niya ang best case scenario is, hey, listen to Cypress Hill. They sound like they were influenced by you. That was the last thing he wanted to hear though was some kid going up to him say, hey, have you checked out 311? <laughs> 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 Sabi niya, <laughs> nope. It's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> He's on record. Bye, <laughs> Panon. What, what about... Oh, what, what a nice way. Guys, what about other documentaries? I was listening to your uh, podcast and, and you like lists. Yes. I love lists. Yeah. yeah. I studied. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> okay. I've prepared top, okay. top five see. music documentaries. Mm, drop! Oh, just free, feel feel free to jump in. Uh, my number five, Knox. I'm prepared. <laughs> my number five is Sound City, <laughs> which I watch with you, Mong. I like. I actually like 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 all three all three uh, Foo Fighter documentaries, Back and Forth, Sonic Highways, and Sound City. They make pretty good docus ano, for a rock band. <laughs> but I I really like Sound City because parang it's like a love letter to. It's a love letter to producers mm-hmm. and how and what happens in the background of songs. Like usually, because you see the singers, the performers, but you hardly see the craft that goes behind it. It's you know, it it was just nice that they showed the that legendary studio where they recorded a lot of these albums. I think a lot of a lot of bands around the world started going back to analog tape because Dave Grohl bought the console in Sound City to his right. house. Right. But yeah. coming from analog, personally, you don't know na kasama yun yung engineer and the technicians to take okay. care of that fragile <laughs> instrument. Eh. So, very easily, all the musicians are like, what is the rom- what is the romance with this machine? It's so hard. Mahirap patunugin. Alam mo yun? It's like, it's like a typewriter. The problem with that is we're in the Philippines and we deal with molds all the time. <laughs> Not because of the humidity. And, yeah. 
<laughs> Tape is hard to maintain. Very, very hard. And it's destructive editing. It's like a typewriter. Parang, pag na-type mo na, there's no way to undo-undo, ba? Diba? That's it. <laughs> you gotta use like erase thing and it's so clumsy and whatnot. It's just romantic. But anyway, next on the list, Mel. Uh, number four is Madonna Truth or Dare, which I actually saw, I think, when I was 13. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah, a good my, one. I rented the Laserdisc and it blew my mind, not because she was half naked in a lot of the scenes, but because I think growing up as a big Madonna fan, it was a, a big revelation that she's really, she likes to blend personal with, with her performance art. Mm. And the concert footage was phenomenal for me at the time. So I, I still ice think about boy it. See Warren no, Beatty. No, it was Dick Clark, Dick Clark, Dick Tracy. Uh, wow. I know. Eh, Mel, yung ba yung intro na may ano? Yun yung intro na nakas nakasabit lang na sa parang trapeze or Black something. Black and white. Uh, na bold na agad yung mga dancers niya, de ba? Probably, if it's shot in black and white. Yeah, that was that tour, diba? That was shocking. Yeah, that I saw that. The, yung yung cone, ano, diba? Cone bra? The cone, yeah. <laughs> the cone, the uh, cone bra tour. Uh-uh. But some of, the, her, then, oh, some of her dancers were really topless na eh, at the time. Eh. That was wild. They, and, and, and I think most of them, <laughs> well, of course, most of them are gay. And then she she would really like provoke their personalities. What I What I really like about the documentary is it wasn't just about her. But it was about all the people in her touring group. There were profiles on her dancers, the relationships with the dancers, which I think at the time was very rare to show mm-hmm. someone who's not just the 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 star of the show. The mm-hmm. director, si Pedro Almodovar, he recently recounted this story where apparently no, it was Alec Alec Kash, K- Kashirian, something like that. What he what? The director of the documentary. Hello. So I'm sorry, Mel. Ramon. Mel, medyo mahina ka. I can, I can hardly hear you. Hello? Who are, what are you saying? No, the director of the documentary. No, I was saying that si Pedro Almodovar, just very recently, nagkwento siya about how mm. he and Antonio Banderas were invited to this thing. Tapos hindi nila alam na shooting pala for truth or dare. Hindi sila sinabihan. She was filming, Oo, yeah. Tapos parang... <laughs> Yeah, and she was flirting with, kasi parang with Antonio Banderas. Tayo, pero hindi sila nagpaalam. <laughs> and she was blatantly flirting yeah. with Antonio Banderas. She was Banderas trying to seduce on Banderas ata. Oh my God, Who I was thought, married at the time. I thought you said Pedro Almodovar directed Truth or Dare. I was like, what the fuck? Oh nga, ako din. Okay, my number three is Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Oh, I, I have the DVD oh, Gondry. This, actually. Yeah. Gondry, that's that's Gondry, Jones. Yeah. Gondry. Is that online? Um, can you can you find it on YouTube? If I've it's not my it. DVD, I'll lend you. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> I think you should watch it, Reims. It's, it, it, it's a fun chronicle of how Dave Chappelle put up a party in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Kanye West and a marching band. Solid show. Wow. Personal music festival. Mm-hmm. Ang saya. Yeah. Sa and it was a secret show. What people forget is it was a secret show and then he just announced it, I think, on the day to go to this block because everyone's gonna be there. Wow. Diba? <laughs> this was just the time when he was getting, I think he had a $50 million contract diba, with Comedy Central, the one he walked away from. <laughs> yeah, this was this was right before his walkout of the Chappelle show. Right. Ah, right before. That was his... Yeah. That was the last hurrah. Oh. And then he disappeared after Block Party. Na. 
Number two. Number two. I talked about this in the pod. Beyonce is homecoming. Oh, that's a good one. Because uh-huh. I love it so much. I think that's, that's um, the and standard number of one. shows now. Grabe, I, no? I think that's the gold standard I, of shows. Sabi ko nga dapat quits na nila yung Coachella yeah. for at least two years eh. <laughs> Parang break lang. Kasi diba, imagine being the next year's headliner. Like, puta, how am I supposed to... Cultural, <laughs> cultural event eh. How many times did our daughter watch it, Mom? I don't know, a lot. <laughs> and then she made my parents watch it and her friends watch it Aww, and her yayas so cool. watch it. She wanted to learn the drums for a week. Wow. <laughs> oh, your mom marching band. For a good solid week. And then she learned the choreography of, of that song on Lemon, Lemonade. One of the songs on Lemonade. She loved the choreography so much. And my top documentary is, well, my favorite band is Blur. So, of course, well, music, I think music documentaries really matter to you depending on what band you, you prefer. I agree. Mm-hmm. And Super since agree. my favorite band is Blur, my favorite documentary is No Distance Left to Run. And it's, a, it's such a great chronicle about a band that broke up and then just woke up one day and decided, I miss playing with my friends. And then this is like their reunion tour, the Glastonbury summer of 2009. And I, this is the only documentary I think where I cried, because sobra ako affected with how Damon Albarn and Graham just reunited Mm-mm. and talked about how much they miss each other, oh, how much wow. the band meant to them, how much the music meant to them. The concert footage is amazing. The archival footage is amazing, and they're just so honest about being the Britpop pinup boys and hating it, <laughs> and then going into drugs and and being drunkards. And Graham hating everyone. And then they even talk about um, Damon's drug use. It just, it, when it comes to documentaries, I think this is really the top. If you guys watch it, please, uh, if you haven't seen it, please do. So yeah, look for I, that, it. That one I haven't that's it, seen. That's my list. I'll look for that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Mong Ikaw. Top of mind, uh, it was mentioned somewhere there the uh, Scratch, the documentary. Ah, yeah. Yes. It's pretty cool, especially with uh, Filipino town was quite represented uh-huh. in Scratch. I don't even remember. Was it Daily City? Yeah. Young Invisible Scratch Pickles. Yes. Yeah. But I think the most influential for me was Corn. Who Then Now, released in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> on VHS. It changed a lot. First time na eyebrow piercing. Overall, how a band would be playing small shows. And it was directed by McGee, who was responsible <laughs> oh my for... Uh, Charlie's <laughs> Angels. I'm sure you guys are familiar with McGee. Of course. <laughs> Charlie's Angels and ano. <laughs> Charlie's Angels in early 2000s. He cake. Halos lahat ng videos at that time, si McGee yung ano eh. Hey, now you're an all-star. Sila ba Si McGee ba yun? Oh, I think so. <laughs> he had a crowd. He had a demographic. Yeah. <laughs> Akala ko Wrecking Crew was your top. Oh, Wrecking Crew is a good one. Crew, Wrecking Crew is really good. But if overall influence and made a lot of things possible for me was probably that crusty old VHS tape. Wrecking Crew was the recording industry and how it worked. How most musicians are blessed now that you're allowed to play your own instruments. Oh, Reims, you naman. Ako, okay. Same with Mong. The, the, Corn. Uh, the music that, that, shape, <laughs> that still shape and inform me. And then uh, I still come back to it over and over again. Soul Wax, part of the weekend never dies. 
Mm. Oh, that was so good. Mm. And we we all saw that show in in New York. Uh, LCD Sound System, Shut Up and Play. Yeah, that's Shut Up top. and Play the hits. Sobrang ganda nun. <laughs> Sobrang ganda. The Wilco, the recording of uh, Foxtrot uh, Hotel. Trying Hotel break, yeah. I'm trying to break your heart. Yan. Grabian. Grabian. And my number one, number one that I keep coming back, and I finally did it with Sandwich, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I love oh, that. Wow. Love you. I've always wanted to record remotely in a house, and finally Sandwich did it in Mel's uh, house <laughs> in Batangas. Finally to record remote. And that's what I want to do. Not Morning View? Not Morning View Rings. I've never Alam seen Morning, morning View Rings. <laughs> Everybody's saying Morning View. I've never seen Morning View. What's that? They don't documentary. Because oh, Incubus, Incubus rented a house too. in Malibu yeah, uh-huh. but, to record Morning View. But it's like, yeah, I'm already watching Morning View, eh, so I don't relate to me. I'm not a super Incubus uh, fan. <laughs> but finally I want I wanted to same, do I same, wanted same. I think the next album I still want to do it parang you, actually nung una Rems yes nung una Rems I was actually sure kayo gusto niyo gawin yung beach recording di ba Incubus yan <laughs> <laughs> oh di ba yung may music video sila na ganun uh, <laughs> oh oh I wish you were here was shot by the beach <laughs> I don't care <laughs> <laughs> yan yun yung di ba talaga <laughs> Blanco sa ano eh. Balisong. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh, Pero Raymond, sabi ni Senyo, akala niya you were referring to Tame Impala. When you said you wanted to record remotely like your favorite bands. Uh, may, pwede naman. Marami namang bands na nag-record remotely. But but speaking of docus, diba, parang that was the first one I've seen pero I've heard of other bands like The Cure recorded in a castle in France or Led Zepp recorded in a castle in in Scotland ganun parang but you never see footage of any footage of it pero yung yung Blood Sugar may footage eh. they recorded it in in the Tate Mansion which because this oh is my God. because this is end slate my favorite movie last year was ano <laughs> Once Upon uh, a Time Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We watched it we watched it without knowing anything about it I just like oh cool it's it was just movie night it was movie oh, night wow. we went out <laughs> we watched it we watched it late late in the week so which I usually do like wala nang tao sa cinema sa San Juan Town Center and it's like I was so blown away so blown away. Wow. So that's my favorite movie last year because this is end slate. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Tama naman, tama naman. I think that was my number two. Hollywood was my number two. What's number uh, one? Mark, what's on your list? Uh, oh, me? Last year. For what's me, number little, one? Little Women. Um, uh, for uh, Little Women. Little Women. <laughs> ah, Little Women. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that. I gotta see that. Yeah. Okay, no Ramon and Quark. What's your, no? What's your docus? Uh, I'll go uh, on <laughs> well, I wasn't able to prepare exactly a list, no? And I wasn't sure if I could include actually concert movies as opposed to like parang biopic style documentaries, no? But off the top of my everything's, head, one of my everything's favorites... Everything's go? Game? Oh, so, yung Stop Making Sense ng, ano, uh, Talking Heads, the, yeah. which was oh, the Jonathan yeah, yeah, Demi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was parang yung ba yung one peg of the classic. Yung ba yung peg ni Unique? 
Alam mo, si Yonik, parang sobrang galing na bata. Parang di ko, di ko na maintindihan yung mga <laughs> Feeling ko talking heads eh. I can hear yeah. a lot of talking might heads. Be, but eh. it also might be something utterly new that we just don't know about because Uh-oh. super okay. attuned to shape youth culture. Uh, yeah, may uh, may grizzly bear pa yan eh, si Yonik. Parang holy oh, shit, diba? this kid is 19. What the wow, fuck? Wow, ang lalim naman. All encompassing. Oh. <laughs> uh, ano pa? Is it... Oh, I remembered hmm. one docu I saw oh. pala. Uh, mm. Because you mentioned concert. Another BC Boys docu. The Hey Awesome, I Shot. Ah, yeah. Oh, mm. ah, the concert, yeah. Yung crowdsourced. Yeah. Yun eh. <laughs> <laughs> crowdsourced footage. Tapos may umihi pa. Oo. Diba, merong... Tapos yung concert tuloy-tuloy lang. That was pretty cool. They gave away like a hundred cameras to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Yung Cameron Crowe documentary on Pearl Jam, was it called 25? It's 20. 20 oh. yun. But that one, yeah, Pearl that's Jam one of my favorites. Seen that. Yeah. Ay, sobra ganda. Super ganda yan. You know, I, I haven't see that. seen that. Uh-oh. <laughs> actually, actually number one ko yan. Especially the, when they set up Mother Love Bone at the start. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tapos ano eh, I think now that, you know, now that Chris uh, Cornell has passed away, parang mas maiyak ka pa. Kasi oh. sobrang big brother siya sa Pearl Jam eh. Diba? Parang oh. inalagaan niya talaga yung Pearl Jam eh. Na, na very selflessly, he didn't care about egos or whatever. Talagang, ano. And ganun. then you realize also in the middle of the docu that, oh, Pearl Jam really never had a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> diba? Parang, oh. it was really just, oh, Matt Cameron na lang siya talaga eh. Saka wild din yung parang they, uh, they uh, sort of ignored the whole MTV thing for a while. Like for for how many, actually the de- whole decades and albums, but they were like, yeah, we're not going to make any music videos. For versus yeah. onwards, walang music videos. Diba? Except for yeah. that, that animated and, Todd McFarlane uh, one. Pero wala sila, wala yung band yun. Yeah. Todd McFarlane pala yun? Oh. Oh, yung it's evolution. Oh. Yung ano, actually yung favorite part. So I saw that documentary. Kasi, di ba, Pearl Jam eh. Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam. Oh. 90s para. <laughs> so I didn't really, first, I didn't really, ano. First concert so, kayan. <laughs> but ano, I would remember watching it on the plane. And then, um, so ano, andun lang, naka-headphones. Naka and then the, ito yung favorite part ka sa documentary. Yung parang ano, sabi ni Vedder, ano, yeah, you know what, we, we, we only do live music videos because what, what's the point, right? Why make a music video with a story or whatever? Tapos cut to, ano, clapper to, da-da-dun, dun-dun-dun. Tapos sa aeroplano ako, paano talaga ako, yes! Much to the chagrin of the people around me. So, <laughs> ganda, Cameron Crow. And ano, I think like the Beastie Boys story uh, and Spike Jones. Pag ano eh, pag ka-close mo yung director, iba talaga yung ano eh, labas ng Access, ng part. Uh, diba, where, where Cameron Crow brings out the the ano, audition tape of Vedder. And then parang, uh-huh. parang you can see Vedder like almost breaking down. He's like, oh, this is my number. This is my number. And I was living in Seattle. Tapos ano, this is my handwriting. Tapos ngayon lang niya nakita after... More than 20 years yung, yung demo na yun. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anything else, Armon? Uh, there's a Bob Dylan documentary on Netflix by Scorsese. Yung uh, review, mm-hmm. I think. That one's very Rolling interesting. Uh, but it's a bit, it's a bit, it's really uh-huh. long. It's mga two and a half hours. Pero yung interesting dun is, parang, Diba, medyo prankster si Dylan. And I'm not that familiar with Dylan. I watch it mostly kasi Scorsese. Pero 
Scorsese matches sort of the pranksterism. So even though even if it's a docu, you're not sure what's real and what's not. So parang it's still a sort of trick that's entertaining nonetheless. I remember watching that because I I heard that ano, I'm not there was uh, really hard to understand. So I said, shit, I need to watch this documentary. <laughs> and then, and then after, when when you watch it and you watch I'm not there, you realize that the best na Bob Dylan, the, uh, the best actor who played Bob Dylan was Kate Blanchett. So brang cool. Kate Blanchett. Uh. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'll I'll just go quickly down my top 10. Very quickly. <laughs> Number 10 is Ben. <laughs> montage. <laughs> yeah, I know. Number 10 is Montage of Heck, which is disturbing. The the, the Kurt Cobain one. That's sad. That's so sad. Diba? I okay. Number I think nine is fake work. Feeling mo? Oh, kasi parang pinagkakitaan lang daw ni Kurt niyon sabi ng best friend ni Kurt. Ni Kurt. That's the falling out nga eh, diba? Nung nagmontage of Heck siya. Actually, yung producer so, nun is ano, the producer was uh, Frances Bean na ano, na, uh, na feeling ko, uh, she, a part of the reason she made that was because she hated her mom so much. And you can see the way, ano eh, yung parang, uh, parang talagang neglect nila yung si, ano eh, di ba? Si Frances. <laughs> Pero sabi nung, sabi nung taga, what, what band is he not? One of the Seattle si, bands na nakaibigan ni Kurt. I forgot which band eh. Not, not so popular. Baka Mud Honey. From, parang Mud Honey eh. Sabi niya, no, hindi siya ganun tao. He wasn't at all weird. Parang, he was one oh, of I us. I that interview. Uh-oh. Oh, sabi niya, hindi totoo yung montage of heck. Parang, dinramatize na nila masyado. Oh, maybe. Na nila Kasi yung, uh, so anyway. much of it is animated, no? Oh, oh, animated and and good, de ba? Kwento, mm-hmm. pero hindi daw totoo kalamihan sabi. Anyway, anyway, go on. Okay, nine nine is decline of Western civilization, which is directed by mm-hmm. the Wayne's World director. Ito yung tungkol sa ano? Yung punk. 80s, yeah, na yes. ano? Yeah. Tapos na grabe sila eh, parang sobrang jologs the best. <laughs> yung kada tapang party sila, may nag may nagano, may nag OD. Pero kinakwento na lang nila. Or, or, did they actually show the footage? I'm not sure. May nag OD, namatay. Tapos nagpa-party pa rin sila. Pinagtripan nila yung dead body. <laughs> oh my god. So, parang sobrang what the hell. And then ano, you you'll see a young Pat Smear uh, with the germs. Uh, he's there. Um, number eight is Hype, um, the the grunge documentary. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. Seven is Sonic High. Yeah, seven is Sonic Highways. Uh, yun, umiyak ako ilang beses dun sa Sonic Highways. Um, six is Dig, which is an awesome documentary about um, Mr. Big. the Brian Jonestown Massacre and ano. <laughs> and um, ano, uh, sino yung ano? Uh, Dandy. Dandy Warhols. Dandy Warhols, yeah. Parang ano, finalo the 1,500 hours of footage na they followed the careers of both. Yung Dandy Warhol sumikat, yeah. tapos yung Brian Jonestown became nothing. And then parang sobrang, oh. ano, yung, yung... Parang siyang hoop dreams. <laughs> yeah, parang siyang hoop dreams. Pero dahil sobrang sab- self-sabotage, kahit idol ng lahat si Brian Jonestown guy, parang he'd always just fuck things up, parang ganun. Um, number five, I actually just saw for the first time last night, but I was very affected. Searching for Sugarman. Oh. Um, so Mong and I had a conversation about searching for Sugar Man because I saw it a couple of years ago and I guess so did Mong. I I found it a little. I mean, it was good, but I I found it hollow. And I think it's because I don't know the musician. Maybe. If that might be the what case. What is it? Sorry. 
Ang ganda ng so oh, Rams ano, I'll, I'll spoil it a little. Um ano basically nung 1960s may may ano um contemporary si Dylan. Uh, his name is Rodriguez. Uh, mm-hmm. made beautiful folk songs pero walang kumita talagang ano um, oh. you know and he would perform ano with his back to the crowd parang ano very very insecure guy um, ano but yung music niya is a very anti-establishment very um, ano fight the system so mm-hmm. yung yung music niya naging super popular sa South Africa like ano they, like yeah. naging ano parang ano parang magkaisa nila yung fighting okay. apartheid ano ganun hundreds of thousands uh, of copies sold and ano parang he is their elvis and ano yung mm. yung legend is uh, he either burned himself on stage uh, what? or or shot himself uh, on stage ayun e, pala hindi totoo so parang yun pala parang he's just living a destitute life in in the detroit na ano in a rundown house nobody ano so pinuntahan nila and they're like do you know that you're a, f- a legend in South Africa parang hindi, hindi niya alam that was parang ano 60 hindi na siya sa I South think, Africa nakatira ano he was not They never siya never oh, siya never siya ano oh, okay. he, so wala siyang parang <laughs> naging urban legend siya oo so was an urban wow legend. yeah so nakita lang ng ginugol lang ng daughter niya i think na parang people in south africa were like do you know what happened to him he's so entrenched in mystery tapos yun parang ano yeah and then yun dinala siya sa ano sa south africa tapos uh, ano parang moa arena <laughs> levels <laughs> yung yung laki na six night six nights of oh my concert God. tapos uh, so siya si Bob Marley talaga. nila Ah. Hay mga R&B singers na dito lang sikat except uh. they knew. <laughs> parang parang Shona uh. dancing. Yeah. Shona so, dancing. So ang ganda kasi parang misunderstood and ano, tapos nakakatawa yung yung mga interviews, yung mga kasama niya sa construction, yung mga construction workers na kasama niya na parang he's a poet. He would come to work na naka nakataksido pero ano uh, parang uh, and people would find him weird but he just thinks differently. So parang but he was a construction worker. He was a bricklayer. He was ano parang mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're playing to 100,000 people for six nights, diba? Galing. Kind of reminds me of Anvil. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, the Canadian band. <laughs> but I think Anvil yeah. never had songs eh. Never had songs in charisma. <laughs> Oh, so yun parang... yata yun eh. They can just play and they worked hard but they never had songs. You can't remember any single song. Di ba parang? Yeah. <laughs> so yun comedy version yung Anvil eh. Di ba yung parang nasa cafeteria yung isa. Um... Or Death. <laughs> death, ano yun? Uh, yung band, Death, that punk rock seminal. A band called Death. A band called Death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parang hindi um, din nila alam. Di ba na nakadiscover din yata mga apo uh, nila or kids yeah. nila. That's on Netflix, right? Is it on Netflix? It's not on I, Netflix. I think. I don't think so. Ah, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So yeah, number four, shut up and play the hits. Yun nga yung last LCD sound system uh, concert. Beautifully shot. Um, and number three, Defiant Ones. Um, have you seen that, Rims? Ano nga ah, yan? Yeah, the show? Ano nga yung Defiant? Ah, hip-hop, yung hip-hop. Yeah. Oh, Grabe, ang ganda ano. niyan. Ang ganda. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ang ganda ng edit. The foundation of, foundation of beats. Oh, oh. Ang ganda ng... Ang ganda ng yeah. edit where they're talking to Ma- talking about Marilyn Manson and hip hop. Tapos sabi ko ang ganda ng edit na to, di ba? 
One of the oh. most beautifully edited documentaries. Then yung ano, di ba? Um, love story s- nila ni ano? Ni Patty. Na, ni, ni Patty, ano? Si Just Kids. What's her name? Uh, um, Patty Klein? Uh, no, not uh, Klein. No, Pat. <laughs> we are old. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, naging sila <laughs> ni Iovin. And then hindi ko alam na, no? Na, pati na Nine Inch Nails. Di ba? Parang siya yung nag-produce. Oo nga eh. Uh, or yung mga U2 na 2,000 takes yung ano, di ba? Um, mm-hmm. New Year's Saka Day. Saka parang uso yung story ni Jimmy Iovine. Na studio hand lang siya. Mm-hmm. Na chamba lang. He was there for... Uh, who did he engineer again to get his si, big break? Uh, si Patty Smith. Yon. Na naging girlfriend Patty niya. Smith. Patty Smith. So yun yung uh, ano kasi... Uh, ano, uh, pumasok sino... siya ng Pasko. Pasko ba? So, o... oh, parang ganyan eh. Oh. Yeah, and then ano, si Bruce Springsteen. Kanta ni Bruce Springsteen yan. Ayaw niyang gawin. Di ba? And then, ano, and then, so parang sabi ni Jimmy, ah, Patty Smith, you should, ano, parang, you should record this song. Tapos yun yung naging breakthrough hit ni Patty Smith. <laughs> um, Galing lang kasi ang daming ganong story sa music eh. Mm-hmm. Like Lenny Kravitz, di ba? Mm-hmm. He was the janitor of a music studio. Something like that. Oh, wow. Wow. Tapos, uh, pag extra hours, he'd be, yeah, he'd put in work in the studio. It's crazy. Galing. Si Reznor was a studio hand rin. Si Trent Reznor, I, I think. And si Flood. Si Flood was a assistant. Galing, no? It's pretty cool that they're represented in a documentary like Defiant Ones. Yeah, parang now I want to watch it again. <laughs> uh, two Beastie Boys story. What number was that? That was three. Two is Beastie Boys story. And number okay. one is Pearl Jam 20. <laughs> 20. Oh. I runner-up. Runner-up. We wrote a song about it. Uh... 24-hour party people. I love 24-hour oh, yes. party people. It's not a documentary. Not a documentary. Yeah, you're right. It's not a documentary. It's a mockumentary. Doesn't it count? But that's... that's. Diba may docu-version yun? I'm not sure. Wala ba? I'm not sure. I don't think so. But oh, print just, the legend. They're probably no, no, the, there was a documentary. There was a documentary with the Happy Mondays and the Factory Peeps. I think I it's have that It's an adaptation DVD. of his autobiography, eh. It was about the scene. But that's yeah. that's I, that's what Two Chick Pony is about. All about. Ah. Anyway. Kaya pareho yung sound. It's the Happy Mondays, you know, Stone Roses sound. That's that's what we where we stole it from. Oh, I know. ito pa, ito Quark. Since <laughs> since ano, the only uh I think uh, the only local Pinoy music documentary rock and roll. See, oh. Quark, I told it, you it counts. It's a documentary, mockumentary, counts. whatever you call it. My daughter just watched it last week kasi sabi niya, Dada, did you know that there a screening uh, films for free in, what do you call it? In um, la, ano, Lockdown Club. Yes, yes, she told me about that. Parang sabi, oh. I'm watching, I just watch rock and roll in, ano, sabi, but wala ka doon, Dada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you knew, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't oh, go to the show. I knew it. Papanorin na yung rakista. Ah, so she was right, but for the first time, lang. Oh yeah, or, yeah. Hindi naman she didn't know uh, any of this until until uh, recently lang when may may new found ano siya sa film eh. Oh, oh. interest. <laughs> oh, but uh, I really think it's the most sincere document we have of the Pinoy music scene, even coming from the spectator's point of view. Thanks. And I think one of my frustrations as a music fan is how come we don't have that seminal Pinoy music 
documentary. I know I've seen a couple on Mix, but I mean, you know. Actually, or... <clears throat> yeah, no, Erwin, Erwin Jago and I wanted to make one. And then we uh, we interviewed ano, Patrick Ryden back. Then we were going to interview you, the Varims. Uh, ano, 90s. Mm. 90s uh, Pinoy rock. That was, I won't go, parang naging busy na kami. So I, think it's time, Quark. I think Quark, it's time, I think it's time. Yeah. Kasi may ano na eh. May mga ano na eh, parang streaming, ano na eh, hindi na kailangan cinema, di ba? Pwede ng Netflix or or Globe or whatever. Globe Studios. Globe Studios <laughs> na eh. I think may... But then you'll have to get sure. all the footage from Mix. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's actually the hard part in getting all the footage, no. But yeah, yung yung mga ano, diba, yung teeth na form lang pala sa ano, birthday party para. <laughs> so, uh, daming daming kwento. Actually, sumabay ka lang quirk sa ano, sa van ride ng sandwich tapos tape mo lang si Mike tsaka si Jego. <laughs> Ang dami ko na naka-save sa hard drive ko sa utak ko. <laughs> like uh, si Rico. Si Rico yun no, yung nerdy skinny kid na nanood sa atin sa Laguna. Siya yung nagpa-piano na magaling. Li- little tidbits like that. Oh, and then so yung how ano, they're all connected. Never never sila ano uh, allowed to play Club Dread pala. <laughs> I never River Maya? Uh, River Maya. Never? Oh, oh according to Patrick. Parang, ano, kasi, um, Why? If you're, a, if you're a dread band, whether you're Eraserheads or ano, parokya or... Parang kailangan mag-audition. Kasi si Lisa Nakpil, ayaw niya mag-audition. Parang, ano, so parang, oh. sabi ni Ryden Bach, parang, fuck you. <laughs> I'll never get your band. <laughs> so, oh, I never knew that. Yeah, Mark, so. I really think it's worth a 10-part series on Netflix or yeah, whatever streaming platform we're on. <laughs> especially now, especially now, naglalabas si Ebes Eyes ng uh, oh, oh. truckload of pictures on on Facebook. Tapos Quark, grabe yung pictures niya. Tapos Quark, mm. tawagin mong ang huling El Bimbo. <laughs> the last dance. The last dance. You're right. Ay, nako, Diyos ko. Mong strike that off the... Okay. No, noted. Uh, I'm gonna get into trouble. Grabe. <laughs> Um, how about that, oh? Like, Hindi ko nabanggit, ano, no? It Might Get Loud. Yeah. Ay, maganda oh. yan. I uh, enjoyed that documentary. Yeah. Uh, especially, di ba, kakapanad yun lang ng U2. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, It I Might Get that. Loud, it be- became quite apparent that The Edge does not know his gear at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it was cute that they, they made Quanta about the recording process. Yeah. Tsaka... The inter the bulk of the interview about his sound was with his tech, not him. Yeah. And then when they were playing a song together, one of them wasn't in tune. Oh. Tapos ano, de ba? Parang dismissive si ano si si White Stripes kay ano? Ah si si kay 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 Edge. Kay Edge, yeah. Um, Did you build that guitar with your hands? <laughs> 
Um, ano lang quickly the from from the uh, Facebook group uh, we just have um, uh, Patrick Laguna says stop making sense Vinitagli says the last waltz Timmy Potenciano says montage of heck Lena Kambangbang says dig Adrian Arcega Anvil the story of Al- Anvil nakakatawa si Chris Costello hype montage of heck Pearl Jam 20 so alam mo na yung favorite genre niya oh, yeah. obviously <laughs> a grunge guy <laughs> uh, Jason Caballa said Fugazi instrument which we actually didn't mention yes, yes. oh <laughs> Um, Jess Milner Scratch um, Hey, this. but he also nominated the Blur the Blur Docs Yes The two Blur Docs Yes um, And the instrument was, I know, was crazy when I first saw that Yeah uh, and, and daming moves na nakuha dahil dun <laughs> And daming ko moves na kinuha dun <laughs> Yun yun eh Basket, ulo nasa basketball court eh Baliktad siya eh <laughs> <laughs> um, Princess Kinox says the devil and Daniel Johnston. So mm. awesome. Um, I've never seen that. Uh, it's uh, it's about ano eh, parang si Daniel Johnston. I don't know if it's schizophrenic siya or basta may ano siya, may oh, visions may of the devil always ano. So it, uh, I've only seen he the was married to Natalie Imbruglia. Huh? Ah? He was married to Natalie Imbruglia. No, the, Daniel Johnson. Daniel Johnson. Ah, different guy. No, because he's a really weird schizophrenic guy. So, parang, parang like he married Natalie. Not silver chair, not silver chair. <laughs> it's like Sam Smith and Stan Smith. I can't tell the two apart. <laughs> oh, what else, Quark? Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And then uh, I guess we're gonna wrap up. No, they mentioned that mm. no. One of our favorites also. Which one? Metallica. Some kind of a oh, monster. Oh, that one's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that Mariah. So niyan. <laughs> Metallica with a shrink. <laughs> That's the basic concept of the docu. They try to get to Ja Rule to rap on one of their songs. Ang galing. Sobrang daming material. Yung preamble ng docu is Jason Newstead announcing that Oh yeah, we all have farms. We are probably trillionaires. And then it goes off into the documentary with a doctor. Because C. Hetfield was and is still currently battling his alcoholism. Oh. Only so shit. yeah, the shrink was helping them out making the album Saint Anger. Unforgiven <laughs> too. <laughs> the worst snare sound oh in the universe. God. Tsaka ano, ang, ang daming nuances na you learn from the docu like They were struggling with keeping up with trends. So at that point, ang mga lumabas, uh, Dylan, basta technical and math, mathematical metal. So si, si Lars was trying to be, you know what, I'll be technical this album. And then play this tupa tupa tupa. And the band was like, just play the groove, man. <laughs> Ang ganda. So si Muse, si Muse said andun pa rin. Hindi pa si, ano, si Spider Lang. guy. It also covers the transition, how they hired the new bassist <laughs> and his $1 million signing bonus. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap, man. After Jason Newsted just said, uh, you know what? We're all millionaires at this point. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, can I ask a, a big question? Because I was listening to another podcast today and then they couldn't explain why Sabotage is 
the greatest music video ever and in one of the greatest rock songs ever. So, Quark, I know you're a connoisseur and you've taught us in one of your classes. And also you, Rames, chime in. What, what makes Sabotage the greatest in video and, and um, music-wise? It's mm, a good question. <laughs> no, but... Because but- you see it a lot. Yeah. In the top, the lists, and people always mention it. Ako kinikilig lang ako whenever I see like archival footage of the BCs performing mm-hmm. this song. So, you know, starring Bobby Cole Ferry and, you know, <laughs> and Bunny. Coaches. Um, si Alessandro Alegre yung, yung manok ko. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yung favorite mo. As the chief. <laughs> the chief. <laughs> chief. Uh, Yung, ano, like, yung guest, parang ano yan eh, diba? That, that, that really was what, ano eh, brought uh, um, Spike Jones to the to the forefront. And until now, I think, you know, if, if you look at yung history of music videos, talagang it's, it's the two of them, right? It's it's um, Michelle Gondry and Spike Jones. Um, uh, some people say Cunningham yeah. is the third. I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I think... I don't think uh, so. See, si Mark Romanek might even be yeah, sure. uh, bigger than, than ano... But I think, yeah, yeah, but Spike Jones was really the first superstar um, director. And then, diba, andun yung mga ano niya, Fireside na ano, uh, drop. And then, um, Weezer, um, Sweater Song. And parang they all came in at around the same time. Um, but I think, for me, what, what I tell my students is, when you watch a Gondry video, it's, ano, it's the, the, the feeling you get is, oh my God, how did he do that? Uh, yeah. But when you watch a Spike Jones video, and this is why Spike Jones is my favorite director, it's always why didn't I think of that? Um, yeah, because they're so simple, right? They're yeah. always they're parang yun yung uh, band singing backwards or or um, yung wax na ano uh, southern yung in California na parang close just a slow man on guy fire running and on fire. Um, yeah, the parang ano gets and on the bus. I think. Yeah, and then he gets on the bus, yeah. Uh, or, or Buddy Holly, diba? Yung, ano, yung uh, Happy Days lang na, na band performing in the cafeteria. Um, mm-hmm. And I think uh, the, the reason, and Sabotage was really the first of that, na parang concept music video, na hindi siya, uh, you know, like um, performance-centric, hindi rin siya story-centric, like like one of our other favorites, Mel, which is uh, Rush Rush. Just. <laughs> Ah, Rush, uh, Rush, Rush just, and to just, be, and just to be um, to be pretentious. <laughs> but hindi hindi rin siya parody. Parang it was like concept. It was like concept art, diba? Parang this is this is the opening of of an action cop show. Uh, and, and this is going we are going to pretend that we are back in a 60s classic TV show and they're the band playing or ano, parang naging concept, naging postmodern bigla yung yung music videos and and I you know if 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 you remember our teens and ano, pal- palaging throw around yung word na yun. that was like the the word of the the, the term of the time right and uh, much like pulp fiction with its ano, um with its throwbacks to Godard and and the new wave and, and released in the same year did you realize that Quark, Sabotage, yeah. and Pulp yeah. were released the same year. Yeah. So parang, ano, diba? parang very zeitgeist na parang, yun nga, it's kind of like and, and Beastie Boys themselves, the music of the Beastie Boys, my, my, my remix factor, my parang uh, this is something that you've heard before but not like this. Parang ganun. And that yeah. that was Sabotage also uh, as a music video. So yan yung, yan yung guess ko. And as a single, Rames and Mong, why does Sandwich love covering this song? It's fun to play. I agree with Quark. 
it's fun to play it, it at the time it was it was modern at the time and it was cutting edge at the time and it was very relatable and at the same time it has that ratatouille effect that brings you back to the 70s but not being retro mm-hmm. <clears throat> parang parang masarap na pagkain eh alam mo yun parang sarap sarap nun na <laughs> <laughs> alam mo yun parang kainin natin ulit pero hindi, hindi siya hindi siya fusion hindi siya hindi siya pa uso it was just it was just very honest and very cutting edge and a time. little mysterious uh, yeah mysterious na no what's that what's it about they only revealed it this year oh or la. last year nagulat ako na sinisigawan lang niya pala si Mario Caldato Mario's, oh, oh. it's about na. Mario C holding them back <laughs> mhm <laughs> But but they they actually discuss it in detail right in the documentary na Adrock was already prepared at home uh paano niya sisigaw paano ano so yun. Galing. <laughs> I think Sabotage is a very distinct sonic signature na yeah. you play it that first drop gang alam mo na without playing the second note alam mong Sabotage yun Yeah. It's a great needle drop talaga. Uh-huh. Ginamit siyang that theme first, song sa first... Abrams Star Trek movies, di ba? Twice na. Star Trek, di ba? Oh, even yeah. even yeah. three, ginamit ulit. Plot device siya, di ba? Sa three, oh, yung pang destroy ng ano, ng kablaban. But they declined a Schwarzenegger video, uh, a Schwarzenegger movie. Like Schwarzenegger approached them to to use the song and then they said no because they don't really like his movies. Wow. <laughs> Feeling ko last action hero yeah. yan. Nine, 94? 92 so they ended last up with ACDC? Diba? Oo nga, no? Big gun! So dapat sabotage yun. <laughs> Big gun! Tama. Oo nga, no? <laughs> Same register. Nabado yan sila. Oh my God. Thank you, guys. This was very amazing. Um, talking music. This is fun. <laughs> Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks, Rain. Thanks, Wong. Thank you, by default. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the 10-episode Pinoy rock scene doc, uh, documentary uh, series. Docu-series. Starting from the 60s, Quark. Si RJ, si na Pepe. Uh, and then VST, 70s sound. <laughs> While Manila some sound. of them are still alive, oh, Quark, jerks, you can do oh, it. Snap. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, ang dami nito, Quark. Sobrang yeah. dami. I think, ganda ano, nito, Quark. Parang nagpanik na kami yung year na parang namatay na si Papa Dom, namatay na si Gary, or parang, oh my God, they're all, ano, like, and, and diba, how, how old is everyone? Late 40s pa lang, so, oh. yeah, it's a mga national treasure talaga. Tapos sana we also interview like Kid Cudi, all the guys who sampled Pinoy music. Yeah. Anong, Lupe. Ano, anong sinample ni, ni Cudi? Not Kid pala, it was Lupe Fiasco nga. You're right, Mong. Mm-hmm. Lupe sampled Celeste Legaspi. The Neptunes, no credit, but they interpolated Martin Yevera. Oh my God. For, the, for Nelly. Nelly. Oh wow. You listen to it, Quark. It'll blow your mind. It's... It's uh it's Pinoy. Which which Martin Rivera <laughs> song? First, that first sample. Uh sana ikaw ang la- uh, ikaw ang lahat sa akin, tama ba? Wow. Chang mm-hmm. chang. That's how the that's how Nelly starts. Oh my remember? god. Wow. Hot dun, in here. Then I told Martin. 
He was amused. Sayang royalties nun. No, they can't. Six ah, notes lang eh. Oh. Hindi umabot sa seven. Grabe. Chang, Tapos chang. si Chad Hugo pa of the Netunes, di ba? Talagang he stuck, it to his con- he stuck it to his countryman pa. So, malamang uh. sa plaka ng tita niya. Oo oh, oh, nga. Galing. Doesn't Sandwich have a new single? No goodbyes. No, no goodbyes. Yeah. <laughs> Enthusiastic. <laughs> No goodbyes. It has a it, it has a Spike Jones video. So yeah, no goodbyes. Out on Spotify. The new sandwich on Spotify. No goodbyes with a video. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Cover art done by my daughter, who's gonna be an Atari Junior. Aww. I think. <laughs> no, she's gonna be herself. <laughs> All right, folks. I'll see you. Thanks, Reams. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for Thanks, having Mom. us. Thanks, Reams. See you when this yes, is over. Please. We gotta oh get God. a drink. We gotta nice. go to a gig. We gotta Two do weeks, it. Baby. We gotta <laughs> do weeks. this live. I want. I want to do this live. I want to do this live with yes. you guys. With drinks. <laughs> with real Bye. drinks. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs>